All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation with you again it's wednesday night november 13th we've got a seven game slate of nba action and we're going to break it all down for you go through all the box scores and all that fun stuff i'm joined as always by my good buddy kurt beach kurt what's up dude josh i'm living the dream my good man how are you uh, i'm all right man you're you're always living the dream you you have good <laughs> dreams buddy yeah some people will tell me nightmares are dreams too. <laughs> I, I know this, but like you do, you're you're like pumped up. Oh, I I need to live the dream. I need to live the Kurt Beach dream. You can, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Come come swing by anytime. 
I, dude, that's a bit of a hike for me all the way out there in Alaska. So yes, uh, that's true. I, I don't know. It, it, it's cold enough where where I am. I, I don't know if I can make that track. It's a bit of an adventure. Man, you know what's crazy? We don't we don't even have any snow here. I'm I'm seeing a lot of places down in the Continental Forty Eight are getting a good amount of snow. We haven't seen it. Oh yeah, we we, we I, I'm currently in Kansas City, and they they'd already gotten hit, and I landed and it was 15 degrees oh, wow. out here so it was oh yeah not fun waiting for a rental car in 15 degree weather uh but we digress folks we can bitch and moan about the cold plenty because we got a whole lot of winter ahead of us but instead we've got box stores to break down uh but before we do that as always we need to talk to you about our good friends at hawaiian isles kona coffee company uh, and this podcast, Bob Score Breakdown, like all of our shows, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Uh, check out their website at hawaiianisles.com, on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee, or on Twitter at H-I Kona Coffee. Uh, don't also, we have a bruise letter. That's right. A very special announcement that our founder, the great the one and only Aaron Brucey has decided to write an email newsletter for the 2019-2020 season. It's exclusive content you can't find anywhere else. It's not on the website, not on a podcast, it's not me jabbering on about it, it's not on social media. It's o- You only get access to Brucey through his email newsletter. So if you want access to The Godfather, just go to hoop-ball.com slash newsletter sign up takes 10 seconds and again it's hoop-ball.com slash newsletter and this gives you access to the man himself aaron brewski straight to your inbox every week all of his fantasy thoughts cobbled into one newsletter so go check it out and also some of our content frank nitikina has to keep starting so hoop ball's own mike pasador has like all of us watch the knicks um, and he's watched their rotations with horror and all of David Fisdale's shenanigans. And his latest article, Mike Dodd's into key reasons why Frank Nilkina should become a fixture in the starting five. And check out all of our team coverage articles by clicking on the team coverage link at hoop-ball.com. And if you're somebody that's looking to break into the industry from a journalistic standpoint, you're not going to get too many chances like this to grow a growing platform, to join a growing platform, get a foot in the door. Let us know by shooting an email to teamhoopball at gmail.com. That's, again, email to teamhoopball at gmail.com if you want to come and try to join our illustrious team of fantasy analysts. Kurt, seven games we got to break down. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to start with the Memphis Grizzlies and the Charlotte Hornets. Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies winning 119 to 117, the last second heroics by John Morant. Uh, I'm going to take us through the uh, the Grizzly side of things. Uh, we'll break those guys down. We'll then get into the Hornets. You know how we do by now. If you're listening, you know how we roll. Kurt and I are going to take a team piece. Just ask each other questions, give you some fantasy ramifications. Here we go. And the hero again, John Morant, led all scores with 23 points. Also chipped in 11 assists, uh, had a steal, had a three-pointer, also had four turnovers. 
besides the points and assists, it's not that full of a of a of a box score, if you will. But uh, still, we'll take twenty three and eleven. John Moran's value has kind of been all over the place. Had some great games, not some not so good games. I guess typical rookie type stuff. But uh, this was one of his better ones. Uh, so it was nice to see. Hopefully, it's a sign of things to come for him. He's uh, he's going to have still plenty of good games in his future. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, 18 and 13, with two assists, one block, uh, no three pointers, and no, uh, no attempts at the strike, but was nine of 14 from the floor. And again, the beautiful thing about Jonas Valanciunas is he did this in 23 minutes, and that's why we love him because he doesn't need a lot of time, but he is extremely effective when he's on the floor can double-double with the best of them. Effective field goal percentage. Can chip in threes, can get you some blocks, can really do it all. Uh, solid night for him. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., 16 points, 6 boards, an assist, a steal, and a block. 5-9 shooting, 4 three-pointers, and perfect at the line. Uh, great night for him. Uh, he's put together a few good games recently after his uh, knee troubles. Uh, but it's the kind of line that he might still fly under the radar a bit. Uh, maybe there's still... Some buy-low opportunity, maybe someone seeing only only took nine shots, only one steal, one block. Maybe people aren't paying that too much mind. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., we know we love him here around here, so uh, very well possible that there still might be a buy-low window opportunity because uh, we know he can play. We know he's good. Um, so, um, again, we, we expect good things out of him to come as well. Uh, Dylan Brooks, another solid night for him, 15 points. Uh, four assists, three boards, two steals in a block on six of 13 shooting and uh, three of six from downtown. It's a, he's, had, he's put together some pretty solid lines also, and so much so that he's climbed into the top 100 over his uh, past several weeks. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure this will keep up, but his minutes seem to have stabilized. He's getting starter-level minutes. Um, and, um, hey, you know, like look, if, if, he, if he hasn't been scooped up already, He's definitely worth a flyer. You, got, you should be able to grant him just with the kind of run that he's going to get on this Memphis Grizzlies team. Brandon Clark off the bench, uh, 13 points, six boards, two assists, no defensive stats to speak of, and a three-pointer. Only 21 minutes. Uh, not losing much faith here. Um, again, we know that he can fill it up in a limited amount of time as well. We would love for them to let the rookie loose. Oh, that's really only going to happen if uh, Triple J or Jonas Valanciunas are hurt and missing time. And um, really, that's all I see. Marco Gudurich, uh 17 points, two boards. I'm not going to pay this too much mind. 20 minutes for him, but uh, mostly empty calories and points, but a good shooting night uh, for him. Um, Kurt, anything else you got for me on the Grizzly side? Josh, you nailed it. The only thing I just echo the JJJ stuff. He's, you know, he struggled with foul trouble and a little bit of injury early on. And like you said, that. Buy low windows probably closing after these last few games, but maybe you can still slip out, slip an offer out there. Otherwise, I don't have anything. You want to hear about the Hornets? Let's do it, baby. Alrighty. So PJ Washington, one of the early season pickups, five points, three rebounds, and assists, two blocks, and a three. Kind of quiet line from him, um, but as with all rookies, he's going to be a little up and down, but still worth owning. Miles Bridges, 14 points, 7 assists, a steal, a block, two threes. He's going to plot around, plot along probably at a, a mid-round kind of value. Um, again, he's a tiny bit up and down, but hold on tight there. Cody Zeller, 
He had a couple down games, but he's getting back in his groove with 16 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a 3. Definitely hold on there. Terry Rozier had a really good game. Played 37 minutes. He went for 33 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 7 threes, and 5 turnovers. So that's about as good of a line as you're going to see with Terry. Um, the shooting, 13 of 21. That's great. That's not something you're going to see every night, but a very, very good line from Terry Rozier here. Devontae Graham, one of the early season pickups of the year. He started in place of Dwayne Bacon, so this is not necessarily a permanent thing. Um, and he went for 19 points, four assists, one rebound, four threes, and also had five turnovers. The minutes were great. Starting job's pretty good. I think he might actually be better coming off the bench, though. Uh, He's, he's had some really monster lines off the bench. But then again, you know, first time starting, syncing up with the starters, it would be understandable that this one is actually a little bit quieter by his standards. Off the bench, Malik Monk had a serviceable line here. 20 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, a 3. And other than that, not a whole lot to see off the bench. Willie Hernan Gomez didn't get in the game. Um... Again, Dwayne Bacon was out in this one, so this move with Devontae Graham, maybe it'll stick, maybe it won't. Definitely worth monitoring. Josh, what's your take on these Hornets? I like these Hornets because they play such a shallow rotation now. I think what we, we went from, we weren't sure where the value was going to come from on this team, and we've now kind of seen a bit of a stabilization on this team because we know that you know, Rozier is going to be the, the you know your starting point guard. Typically, Graham comes off the bench, and then we get you know between guys like Bacon and Monk playing playing uh, one of the wings and Bridges the other, Washington at the four, uh, and Zeller at, at the five. And that that's really it. That that's your really seven man rotation. And and I, I question what will happen when Nick Batum comes back. But it's nice on a night like when Bacon's out because you can. You can pretty much bank on a guy like Malik Monk coming in and, and stepping up when he's out. And same thing if Rozier misses games, it's going to be Graham. Uh, and, and there's all you know those kinds of different combinations that they have because they're playing a fairly shallow and consistent rotation. So you can anticipate, especially you daily leaguers out there, if someone's out, you know who's going to step in and play and be able to contribute. So it's a it's a it's a nice nice to have. For a young Charlotte team that plays, uh, you know, kind of with reckless abandon here, so it's, 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 they've been nice fantasy finds on the season. I'll, I will say. Yes, sir. And I am going to. We're going to move on to the Orlando Magic and the Philadelphia 76ers. Magic winning, one twelve to ninety seven uh, on the Sixers side. Uh, Josh Richardson led all, led all scorers, nineteen points, six boards, five assists, and a steal, fifty uh, percent shooting. Two of four from deep, three of five at the line. Uh, decent all-around night. Um, you know, can't really quibble with this one too much. You know, you got the steal. No other defensive stats really to speak of. Um, Richardson built a little up and down. I think still trying to find his groove on this team. But again, because we know that Simmons has been hurt and and beads in and out of the lineup, he'll still he'll still be able to get his. Uh, and this was a night where he did. Uh, ben Simmons. 
Back from his shoulder injury, 18 points, 8 boards, 5 assists, no defensive stats to speak of, 9 of 12 shooting. This is who Ben Simmons is. Unfortunately, there were no defensive stats to speak of. But again, no three-pointers to speak of. He did not make it to the line, so that actually might have helped you, uh, considering he's not that great of a free-throw shooter. Um, but points, boards, uh, not quite his usual allotment of assists. But again, this game was... Uh, Pretty much in Orlando's favor, uh, so uh, probably didn't need his his overall usage too much, uh, considering this game was in, mostly in Orlando's favor. Uh, Al Horford, in place of Joel Embiid, 14 points, eight boards, two assists, no defensive stats, three turnovers. Uh, had a pretty woeful uh, five of 18 shooting night. I think again he soaks up such a ton of usage with Embiid off floor and just he had a pretty lousy shooting night he was uh frustrated by some of the size and length from guys like uh jonathan isaac and and nick vucevic uh so struggled to shoot but again still delivering a plenty of value on the season so i wouldn't panic whether or not uh Embiid is in or out of the lineup uh tough night for tobias harris shooting as well four of 13 from the floor eight points 10 boards six assists uh, but he did have two steals and a block, so it did offset a little bit of the poor shooting. He did not have a three-pointer. Uh, better times ahead for Harris, obviously. Uh, we're not super concerned about his value. We know he can fell at the box score. And um, not concerned about delivering his value. Can't, uh, every game can't be, can't be great, if you will. Uh, Firkin Korkmaz, uh, nine points in a spot start, and not much else to speak of. A steal on poor shooting. Um uh, I think, again, we can ignore this. And we like Korkmaz if, if you're trying to stream three-pointers, uh, but not much else. And this line is indicative of that. Even 28 minutes really couldn't do much with the opportunity. And, again, the, the, the Sixers bench is just empty. Uh, no one else really stepping in here. Uh, James Ennis, uh, 18 minutes, uh, had 10 points and two boards. Um, and, and, and a turnover, uh, Kylo Quinn, uh, did get a little bit of minutes with uh, with Embiid hurt, uh, five points, six boards, five assists, uh, two blocks. Not bad. Was able to fill it up, but again, this this is pretty rare, and uh, I wouldn't put too much fantasy stock into that. And this bench is again, even with starters out, they're going to heavily lean on uh, their starting five. Maybe a guy like Korkmaz, maybe a guy like Mike Scott here and there, uh, but not a whole lot else to really speak of. Uh, Kurt, what else you got for me? The only thing I got, like you said, uh, Cork Moss. I streamed him in a spot for those threes and points because in the last seven he'd been putting up about 13, close to 14 points a game in three threes. Of course, the night I pick him up, he goes, it's his lowest scoring night and fewest amount of triples he's got in his seven, eight. eight that does in that figure always, that's, right? That's how it goes, you know. <laughs> um, you want to hear about the magic side? Give me some magic. All right, sir. Aaron Gordon. Um, he's not, you know, the fantasy darling some people would have you believe, but had one of his better lines tonight. 18 points, 13 boards, 7 dimes, a steal, a block, 3 threes. Good night for Gordon. Jonathan Isaac, uh, he's been amazing this year. 12 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, a block. No steals and no threes tonight, but he's going to be just fine. He's, you know, he's probably not going to finish the first round value that he's putting up right now, but... 35 minutes is key here. You know, last year, 
he battled some injuries, and we thought, you know, if he could get consistent minutes, this guy's going to be great. He's getting the minutes this year. Nothing to be concerned about. Vucevic had 25-12 and 12 with two assists, two threes. Good Vooch line. Markel Fultz still starting. Only had 21 minutes, though. Eight points, four rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Um, he's, you know, he, he's going to figure it out, I think, at some point during the season. And I think there's going to be some point in the season you're going to be thrilled to have him. But he's not a must-own guy in 12-teamers right now, maybe in 14 or 16-teamers, or if he's somebody that you can you can bench and just wait for him to go big. Uh, because off the bench, you know, DJ Augustine still got 27 minutes for 12-8 and eight with a steal and a three. Evan Fournier was all right in the starting lineup. The other guy here that stands out to me is Terrence Ross, who's had a really bad season uh, by his standards. And he'd been splitting a little bit of time with Aminu off the bench. Well, tonight, Aminu only got t- two minutes. And Ross played 26 minutes, which I think is one of his higher numbers of the year. Uh, and that's all he needs to be fantasy relevant. So he put in 13 points, three rebounds, assists, two steals, and three threes. He's not usually going to do a whole lot more besides score and hit threes. But last year, he averaged close to 15 points and three threes. And he did it in about 26 minutes. So if these minutes are going to stick... If he's finding his shot, I'm definitely keeping a close eye on him. If I have somebody who I'm itching to drop at the end of my bench, I'll take a shot on Ross. Like in that league where I picked up Korkmaz, I would happily swap him for Ross. Josh, Josh, what's your take on these Magic? You you, you really covered it. I, uh, great job there, Kurt. Um, yeah, keep your eye on, on, on Terrence Ross because, um, you know, that was a little bit of injury issue, struggled with his shot. Um, but uh, there, there's not a whole lot of bench scoring that they can really talk to. And if their starters are off, they need that spark. And he's been the guy who typically delivers it. Uh, wasn't a great shooting night for him, but we know he can fill it up. So anyone who gave up on him, just uh, that, that's fine and good. But just keep your eye on him because he can get hot in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Um You know, Vooch is, is probably the quietest top 15 guy of all time. Um, you know, but it's crazy because he just keeps delivering value. He doesn't do it. It's nothing flashy, but he keeps delivering 20 and 10 lines, you know, steel block here and there, three pointers here and there. It's just, it's money in the bank. And a lot of people say, oh, he's, you know, having a slow start. He's he's top 15 player on the year. It's crazy that, you know, like it seems slow for Vooch. He just hasn't really had those like big monster line yet, but they're coming. And so uh, just uh, enjoy that. And, yeah, I'm not a fan of Aaron Gordon, but this was overall a nice night for him. And so that helped boost him back into the top 100 uh, conversation, which was was nice as well. Uh, We are going to move on to a a wild game. Uh, The Boston Celtics uh, continue to stay hot. The world is crumbling around them, but they just keep winning ballgames, 140 to 133. Uh, beating the Washington Wizards. Uh, on the Wizards' side, it was the Bradley Beal show. 44 points, 6 assists, 5 boards, a steal, 17-27 shooting. Uh, it seems like Beal is, is starting to figure it figure it out a little bit more. I know that there was uh, some struggles early on, just some, some poor shooting, turnovers, etc. And that was kind of to be expected, you know, knowing that he was going to have such heavy usage. But he's had a couple of good games recently. Uh, 44 points in a line like this, nothing to sneeze at at all. 
and uh, you know, just be prepared because he can have he he can he can fill it up. And he can uh, he he's going to be a box score monster uh, this year, and this is the kind of night that he, you know he can put together. Uh, and and he, it's just a matter of stringing these types of games uh, along instead of just being you know one uh, every so often, just getting them consecutively, having weeks that can really you know dominate and help you win those kind of head-to-head weeks uh, on his own. Uh, Rui Hachimura, uh, 21 points, uh, four boards, two assists, a steal. Cooled off a little bit before his uh, hot start, but this was a nice night for him. Uh, good scoring night. Uh, Thomas Bryant, 14 points, seven boards, and assists, two blocks. Uh, not a great shooting night for Thomas Bryant, only five of 13. Uh, but you know what? Not, not the worst. Uh, he's been a solid find uh, for most of the year. Uh, borderline top 50 player. Uh, but so I wouldn't worry about this one too much because he's been uh, producing. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, this was a bit of a revenge narrative game for him, uh, returning to Boston uh, again, where he did get a nice uh, ovation. I'm sure he felt the love, and I'm sure he wanted to stick it to his old team. 18.7 assists, a rebound on uh, 7-14, shooting three uh, three-pointers as well. No defensive stats, but again, uh, Isaiah Thomas, I mean, has locked into that starting role. Uh, he's had a, a, a nice rebound to his season. Again, hang on to him. Uh, so long as he's healthy, he's going to get the run there, and he should be able to produce uh, in that uh, kind of top 100 range, uh, if you will, that uh, they can deliver. Uh, Troy Brown Jr., uh, spot start for him. They're trying to get him going because they know that he has top 100 potential as well. But only seven points, five assists, two boards. And not a whole lot else. Uh, a quiet night. All the usage went, went over to uh, to Beal. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit of a struggle for him to find his way. He might be better off being a bench scorer. Um, but, uh, again, he's a guy that uh, they, they believe in. So hopefully there will be uh, some more nights because he can show it in flashes. Uh, Mo Wagner. Uh, off the bench, uh, it's it's always hysterical uh, looking at the box scores. If you, if you don't watch the games, uh, you know I, I imagine like Mo Mo Wagner is just a baby deer during deer season who got lost <laughs> on, on an NBA basketball court and is struggling to keep his footing uh, because in 18 minutes he had 12 points, but he also had three turnovers and five personal fouls. I, I truly don't know how he does this. And, Kurt, it feels like every time that we do the box score breakdown and Washington's playing, Mo Wagner is getting himself fouled out or just turning the ball over like crazy in a limited period of time. Uh, I've never seen anything like it before. So, But you know what? Who else are the Wizards going to trot out on a regular basis? So I guess you know, Mo is just going to keep hanging on. Uh, Davis Bertans, 27 minutes, 9 points, 10 boards, 3 assists, and a block. Uh, some some solid value for him. Again, that, that kind of borderline uh, top 100 guy because he can get rebounds. He can score off the bench, chip in threes. Uh, hang on to Bertans. He's a nice end-of-the-bench guy uh, for you. Uh, and that's that's really it on the wizard side. Curse. Uh, excuse me, curse. Sorry, man. I called you curse. Like, I was going to curse. Um what else you got for me on the Wizards? Anything? Nothing. The only only Tell thing me. I got, and it's probably not even relevant. Isaac Bonga was a DNP CD off the bench. He was starting earlier in the year, and some people were <laughs> picking him up because <laughs> Isaac Bonga. Um, so he's a cut in all leagues. We we talked about how once Troy Brown got up to speed, he'd probably take over Bonga. 
his position, and we're seeing it happen. So he's cutting all leagues. Otherwise, Josh, you nailed everything. I just think we like saying Isaac Bonga. <laughs> Isaac Bonga. Yes, sir. Go on, sir. Give all me the right. Celtics. All right, the Celtics here. So again, they're out. They're without Gordon Hayward for uh, six weeks, I believe. You all probably know that news by now. Jason Tatum had a nice line, 23-3 and three with four assists and a three. No defensive stats, but only one turnover. 35 minutes, pretty nice. Kemba Walker had a nice Kemba line, 25-5-5. Five five. Six triples, very nice. And his shooting's coming around. He struggled with his shot a little earlier on. We knew that was due for a regression, so that's looking good. Marcus Smart, he's been doing better in Hayward's absence, especially in the threes department. Four threes tonight, 17 points. Four rebounds, five assists. Jalen Brown, I have to admit, I am not usually a fan of this guy's game, and I don't usually even take him if he's sitting there in the 12th or 13th round of my drafts. I just Something about him is just not exciting to me, and I know he's a younger guy. Um, but he's been a nice surprise. He had 22 points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal, no threes, but good shooting from the field, 9 of 19, and perfect from the stripe. And he's going to get definitely more opportunity with Hayward out. So he's been a nice surprise. Also like somebody else we'll talk about um, later on. Daniel Tice and the Time Lord Robert Williams III were out today. Um, Time Lord had a sore right ankle. And Tice, I think he had a hangnail or something. So because of that, Cantor got the start. He had his return recently, and he only played six minutes, so people were panicking after holding him with injured tag for seven, eight games and getting nothing out of him, and then he returns to play six minutes. So he's going to ramp up slowly, but I do think tonight's line could be a little deceiving because with those big guys out, he got 25 minutes for 13-9 and nine with two assists and a steal. And I don't know. After the last game, where he only played six minutes, and I said, like I said, understandable because he's ramping up slow. He just came off an injury. I think that kind of speaks volume that Tyson Williams were still getting a good amount of minutes out there then. So it might be crazy, but <laughs> um, he could be a sell high guy. Not that this is a super high line, but I'm just not very optimistic about his upside this year. Off the bench, Carson Edwards, um, an intriguing rookie. Played 20 minutes, and he had 18 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and 4 threes. He's probably not somebody that you're going to want to look at in a standard league, but 14 or 16 teamers, I could see it. Other than that, yeah, that's really my take on the Celtics. Josh, what do you have? It's incredible how small this lineup is. They're playing smart like a small forward uh, type of position and just and playing and giving Carson Edwards those extra minutes with with Gordon Hayward out. Um, yeah. No, I think you, you just about covered it. Yeah, the the Cantor thing is is kind of um, you know, look, we know he can do uh, his offensive thing in a short period of time, but this is a, he's not going. He's never going to be. A, a 30 minute per night guy. So 25, this, this might be what you typically see from an Ennis Cantor. And perhaps there's still a little bit of rust. Can get the scoring, he can get the rebounding up. But just don't expect anything more than that, you know, because he is who he is. High field goal percentage, boards, points, but not a whole lot else. 
Um, you know, there's still going to be a lot of, this isn't like his time with the Knicks where he was the only offensive option. There's still guys who could fill it up like Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to need to rely on his scoring, but they will need to rely on his rebounding. Um, so that, uh, so as long as Williams is hurt, as long as Ty still has his hangnail, which is actually a sprained finger, um, not a, (laughs) not a hangnail there, Kurt, um, but uh, he should be able to get some time. But again, I, I don't, I don't foresee his minutes uh, exceeding beyond uh, that the, that mid twenty level, even with uh, Time Lord and Tice back, uh, whenever they are fully healthy. So I think uh, you got it just about right there. Uh, we uh, will move on to Clippers and Rockets. Uh, Houston wins one hundred two to ninety three against the Clippers. Uh, on the Clippers side, Kawhi Leonard just doing Kawhi Leonard things as usual. 26 points, 12 boards, 7 assists, a steal, a block, 10 of 24, uh, 3 three-pointers, 4 uh, turnovers. So, look, great line all around. Uh, you could do without the 4 turnovers. Shooting percentage, probably not that great. But again, um, you know, he's, he's trying to do it all for this team until uh, PG-13 comes back. Uh, which is right around the corner. Uh, in other news, uh, the, the starting five is uh, it, it's like Kawhi, and then just oh man, uh, gets a little dicey after that. Uh, Mo Harkless, uh, only nine points, uh, three boards, and an assist. Uh, he he dealt with a little bit of foul fault. The trouble was at minus twenty while he was on the floor, so and, and played twenty four minutes. Vika Zubox only uh, ten minutes played. Seven points, four boards, and two assists. Uh, Pat Beverly, who was going to get the uh, the James Harden, Russell Westbrook assignments, uh, six points, two boards, and assists, and fouled out uh, as well. And look, you're never going to look to him for offense, but you would hope a little bit of uh, steals, some assists, some boards. Didn't really accomplish that. He was too busy chasing around uh, Harden and Westbrook for the most of the night. Uh, the bench mob is really what does it for... Uh, the Clippers, it's no different. Lou Williams played 41 minutes tonight, uh, 8-22, uh, 20.7 boards, 4 assists, a ton of usage uh, tonight. He was all over the court, uh, just still wasn't enough to pull out a victory. Uh, J. Michael Green, uh, big double-double, 14 points, 14 boards, 2 steals, uh, a block. Um, you know, he's done this uh, you know, throughout the year where they um, – you know they they're able to give him uh, ample minutes, and he's able to contribute some, uh, some scoring and some boards. But again, I'm not rushing to buy him only because we really don't know how this team is going to look when once Paul George returns, um, and his minutes may suffer as a result. Montrezl Harrell, 38 minutes, uh, poor shooting night though, two of ten from the floor, nine boards, two assists, a block. Um, yeah, Harrell's going to have better shooting nights because you know. Uh, He's good, typically, uh, from a field goal perspective. Uh, but he had his hands full with Capella in this one. Uh, just wasn't a solid night uh, all around. But uh, better better times ahead for Harrell. I'm not, we're not worried about him very much, uh, nor his role, because he's very different. We are worried about uh, Lou Williams' role, uh, just from a scoring perspective, with uh, with Paul George coming back. But Harrell's got that, that big man role uh, off the bench on lockdown, scoring boards, Block shots, uh, we know what he can deliver, so we're not concerned about his value. Uh, Kurt, anything else on the Clippers? The only thing I got is a PG. 
You guys probably all know this if you're stashing him. I think he was questionable coming into today. Um, so I think there was some talk that maybe he could get out there. He's getting close. If you bought low on him with him being injured, congratulations. At this point, it's probably not going to happen because anyone who sat on him for the first 10 games is stoked about getting a potential first-round guy back. But, you know, there's going to be some load management mixed in there, probably some some down nights. He's not going to get those career numbers that he had in almost every category last year. So if he runs out there and has a few lackluster games, you might be able to send some buy-low offers out there. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just – look, we're going to have to monitor those first few games. I'm with you. Like, I don't expect a full, um, you know, 30-plus minute – uh, type of workload for Paul George. Um, you know, I look, I don't think they would rush him back if they didn't think that he could handle, you know, minutes in the upper 20s, let's say. But, uh, yeah, to expect what he did in OKC is probably a bit foolish. But even a an upper 20-minute Paul George, is that's still a top 50 player that's coming back. So, uh, Absolutely. you know, get, get, get ready and uh, get excited if you still have him. Uh, Kurt, give me the Rockets, my man. All right, sir. Uh, usual suspect here, P.J. Tucker, 39 minutes for 6-3 and three with two steals and two triples. A little bit of a quieter game from him, uh, but Daniel House is a little banged up. Uh, I don't remember exactly how long he'll be out, but P.J. could take a few more of those threes. Clint Capella, he started off the season a little quieter, and everyone thought Westbrook's going to steal his rebounds. He's not going to get you the double-digit rebounds anymore. I believe this is now his third game with 20 or more rebounds. I could be wrong, but I know he's had 20-plus quite a few times here recently. So 12-20 and 20 with two blocks in 32 minutes. That's exactly what you want out of Capella. And he didn't murder you at the free throw, free throw line. He was a, a nice 0% on 0 of 2, but you know usually he'll take more than that. So not too bad there. Russell Westbrook had a rough shooting night from the field, going 6 of 20 for 17 points. Only two rebounds, only two assists, and no steals. So, a little bit of a bummer for Westbrook, but you knew he was going to take a little bit of a ding with Harden around. I don't think it's going to be this much on an average night. Speaking of Harden, he got up there for 44 minutes. And this is a regulation game for 47 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Three steals, seven threes, and a pristine 16 of 17 from the free throw line, in addition to 12 of 26 from the field, which is usually an area where he struggles. Man, Harden, I, I was lucky to land him in a couple drafts around, I think, pick two and pick four, and I am just thrilled to have him. If we were drafting today, I think he'd compete with Towns for me as a one and two. Anyway, Ben McLemore got the start with Daniel House out. He didn't do a whole lot, 8-5 and five with an assist and a steal, two threes. Not a standard league guy with the amount of minutes he got tonight. But deep leaguers, you could keep an eye on him. Off the bench, Austin Rivers actually got 34 minutes for 7 points, 4 rebounds, and a triple. Not much else. Again, deep leaguers, you're, you're looking for any kind of value. And minutes is opportunity, so keep an eye on Rivers. Other than that... Yeah, that's that's all I'm seeing here, Josh. What's your take yeah, on the these Rockets? Rockets are also a tight rotation team. Um, yeah, this was uh, Capella's 
third 20-rebound night in a row. Uh, really impressive, uh, but he left the game early, uh, ran into J. Michael Green, uh, and may have suffered a concussion. Um, so we'll have to monitor that news because he had been on fire um, after having a little bit of a uh, tough stretch over the last few games, but uh, his his last his last four games he's been red hot, and uh, get, he got himself back into top fifteen value uh, on, on the strength of, of, of some excellent rebounding, great percentages. Um, you know, so lo- losing Capella would be quite the blow. Uh, yeah, and, and Westbrook, you know, he we we kind of knew that there he'd be taking a back seat to a degree to to Harden. I just you know. He's now just kind of barely a top 75 player on the season. And I think that there's there's still going to be a bit of a learning curve. Um, you know, but uh, look, I'm, I'm sure the the both he and Harden will be just happy no matter what with the W. Uh, I just think we as fantasy players would just like to be able to, uh, for them to coexist uh, just a little bit better so that uh, they're, they're both feeding off each other and it's not just one guy uh, picking up the other in these situations, which it seems to be just hard just uh, riding the hot hand right now. Um, Kurt, I'm going to take us over to the Minnesota Timberwolves and the San Antonio Spurs. What do you think, man? Yes, sir. And I know there's somebody here that you want to talk about, so I'm going to let you go ahead on the Timberwolves side. Yeah, so why don't you get us started on the San Antonio Spurs? You got it. So LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan, did about what you expect from them. Uh, 23, 4, and 2 with a block for Aldridge. DeRozan, 27, 5, and 4 with a steal and two blocks. Again, just kind of another day at the office for them. Trey Lyles got a start and went scoreless in 22 minutes for, for uh, 11 boards. Uh, not a standard league dude. Deontay Murray, 11 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, no steals, no blocks, no threes. 7 of 7 from the free throw line. Uh, kind of a quiet night for him. We know they're still monitoring his minutes. Brent Forbes, he had 13 points with two rebounds, one assist, two steal, or sorry, two triples. Um, he's really not much more than your your three point streamer kind of guy, but he's a starter, so you know he's one of the more consistent ones on a night to night basis. Off uh, the bench, we have Rudy Gay who chipped in 10-8 and eight with three assists, a block, and that's about it. He's having a quietly serviceable season. Nothing to write home about. Derek White, 25 minutes, so he got more than Murray today. Uh, five points, four assists, three rebounds, and a steal. Again, if, you're owning, if you own White, you're still looking forward to the days where maybe he could get into the starting lineup and play alongside Murray. But until then, it's going to be a really frustrating ride. I see him on the wires in a lot of leagues, um, minus some of the super competitive ones where people are holding on real tight. In your average 12-team league, he's probably a drop, even in 14-teamers. Let's see. Beyond that, there's really not a whole lot to say from these Spurs. Josh, what do you have on them? I want to add just a little bit of a wrinkle here. Uh, in that DeMar DeRozan's name came up in trade rumors today. Really? Uh, with, with his, uh, yeah, with, with uh, a rumor that there was interest expressed by the Orlando Magic hmm. uh, in DeMar DeRozan. So, uh, you know, it's always, I, I'm always curious to see, like, how guys play when their names come up in trade rumors, and this didn't seem to affect him at all. 
uh, you know, again, with, with a great line, 27 points, uh, three defensive stats. Uh, he's still not shooting the three ball, but again, you know, still a great offensive night for him. And, uh, you know, so I, I think it's a bit of an added wrinkle for guys who, you know, kn- knows that uh, DeRozan's kind of struggled a little bit. Uh, and so have the Spurs and so have the Magic for that matter. So we just wonder if there isn't a, uh, a potential shakeup coming. Um, you know, it could just be a rumor, but again, just something to, to keep in the back of our minds. But again, uh, I, I think like you said, Kurt, you know, this is a tough backcourt to figure out. Mm-hmm. Some nights Murray looks like a world beater in limited minutes, and other times he's just really struggling to kind of coexist and, and, and juggle minutes with guys like Forbes and White and Patty Mills. Um, and, and hopefully they can get that figured out because uh, I, I don't think it's doing this team any bit of service. I don't think it's doing Aldrich any bit of service to Rosen either. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, they can get Murray to a point where they can get him back into more of a full-time schedule. I know that uh, you know this was a serious knee injury he suffered, but hopefully – uh, there will be uh, more opportunities and more minutes for him uh, to come. Uh, and with that said, I'm going to jump over to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, sir. I, I'm going to look. I, I don't even know why I'm so excited about this. <laughs> it, it, it's it's more just like validation that when you know I made a bold prediction. And everyone was kind of like, well, are you out of your mind? You and your ridiculous hot takes. Come on, get out of here with that. Guys, Andrew Wiggins right now on the season is the 13th ranked player in nine category leagues. 13, 1-3. Not 130th, 13th. As in borderline first round value. And guess what? He was at it again tonight. 30 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, a block, 12 of 23 from the floor, 4 of 7 from deep, perfect at the strike. This, this, I, I, I don't think this is ignorable anymore, and, and I don't think anyone is, is saying that it's ignorable. We were, we were talking last week like, oh, yeah, maybe there's a sell-high opportunity. What, 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 do you, what, do you, what, what could you possibly get? For the 13th ranked player, you think anyone's going to give up a, a Giannis Antetokounmpo or, 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 or Paul George for him at this point? I'm sure there might be still a bit of healthy skepticism that he can continue this. And maybe, yeah, like there's going to be some poor shooting nights. But guys, this was what I was saying. Maybe not this to this degree, but he was young. He needed some good coaching. He needed Jimmy Butler out of Minnesota. He needed some confidence, and he's gotten all of that. And guess what? He's showing life on the defensive end as well. He's showing more maturity with his shot selection. And the other thing is he's not turning the ball over constantly. Of all players within the top 15, the only people within the top 15 with less turnovers per game than him are Clint Capella and Nick Vucevic, two centers who don't always touch the ball as frequently as Andrew Wiggins does. And Andrew Wiggins only has a turnover and a half per game. Better ball ball care, better shot selection, better defense, and lo and behold, the talent is taking over uh, because he has just been outstanding on the season. 
And again, this my, my initial prediction was just don't write him off. You cannot assume that his career at that young age was etched in stone. And that's really just more my excitement because, you know, I'm a basketball fan and I love seeing talent come to the surface. And it's not as if the kid wasn't talented and not athletic. It's now he is now really just beginning to scratch the surface. And uh, good on Andrew Wiggins. And of course, the Timberwolves are seven and four as a result. Um, and, and one of the nice early surprises on, on the young season. Also, Carl Anthony Towns, 28 points, 11 boards, four assists, two steals. A very, a very solid all-around Carl uh, Towns kind of night. No blocks, but again, he did have a couple steals in there. Three three-pointers as well, and 11th of 13 from the stripe. So really great uh, first-round kind of night for Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Uh, Robert Covington, 10 points, 5 boards, a steal. Uh, quietish night for him. And he's kind of taken a back seat to Wiggins, um, you know, both in the scoring department as, as well as uh, some area, other areas like defense and, and boards. Uh, I'm, I'm not super concerned. I think that he will still have the ability to get his. Uh, but uh, this was not uh, his best night. And the truth of the matter is he's still been a, a top 30-something player. It's just that, the, you know, the defensive stats – uh, are what drives him the three pointers and the cash counters are what drives him. Uh, just didn't have a whole uh, a ton of those tonight. Uh, but again, we're not concerned about uh, Covington and his value. And if you think anyone uh, would be because of Wiggins' emergence, by all means, line up your offers for him because he's a solid NBA player. Dravian Graham, 27 minutes, but not a whole lot much uh, to do there. Again, um, Jeff Teague returned but came off the bench. Um, so uh, Graham got got another start, uh, but don't expect uh, that that trend to continue. Uh, Jared Culver uh, also 27 minutes, six of ten shooting for 12 points. Uh, some nice defensive stats, steal a couple blocks, uh, four boards and three assists. But again, with with Jeff T returning, playing 23 minutes off the bench for 18 points, six assists and two steals. Um, his his starting spot secure. I'm sure he's just getting over his uh, injury and illness. Um, so uh, it'll be it'll be nice to get him back full time. But anyone who is uh, playing those guys as kind of spot starts, uh, they, you can return them to uh, your benches and your waiver wires. Um, also, Jake Lehman off the bench, 20, uh, 29 minutes, seven to nine shooting, uh, sixteen points, a couple steals, and three boards as well. Um, seems to be a solid bench score then uh, over there, Akogi. Again, more of the defensive guy. He did have 10 rebounds and a steal. Um, those guys are kind of going to split the bench responsibility there. Uh, I, I don't know that I necessarily like either one of them. I think Kogi has more upside, but he hasn't really shown the offensive chops. He was only one of eight tonight. Um, so keep an eye on them, but uh, don't invest too much in that bench. Uh, Kurt, what else you got for me? Josh, the only thing I have to piggyback on is Wiggins, man, because you were so right. I think our first show, we talked about Wiggins, and you're like, don't write this guy off. He's still young. And I'm like, I don't know, Josh. He's, he's, we kind of know who he is, you know, and what he does. And it's scoring and not a whole lot else. And, wow, what an absolute beast. Like you mentioned, the rankings. Um, what has been surprising for me, I mean, all his stats are surprising, but 1.1 blocks, this is an 11-game sample size. Like you said, this is not – you can't really write this off as a fluke anymore. Their coaches talked about in the season 
how they wanted to unlock Wiggins' potential. And even though it seems like he's been in the league for ages, and somebody like that, you kind of get this mentality in your mind, like it's you know it's who they are, and they're not going to change. He's only 24. These stats are just insane. Like 25 points a game is a career high for him. Field goal percentage at 47 is a career high. Threes at 2.2 is a career high. Rebounds at 4.8 is a career high. Assists, 3.3 is a career high. We mentioned the blocks. And he's also, you would think doing all that, he's bound to turn it over more. That 1.5 turnovers is a career low. So what an absolute beast. I got to tell you, this guy, like I said, he was sitting there around 100, 120 in most drafts. And I did not pick him up anywhere incredible incredible steal if you own him anywhere and you know to be honest I, I think Teague being out really helped a lot I think he was already putting up great numbers but it really forced him to kind of uh, take control and some are arguing right now this this is more of Wiggins's team than Towns's so pretty crazy amazing value one of the biggest surprises on the season for me, him and I think um, Brandon Ingram are doing kind of similar things, and it's it's just great. Like you said, you love to see somebody that has the talent finally put it together. So if you have Wiggins, yeah, great job, great call, Josh, love it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, look, the lesson is just don't write off talent. Don't write off talent. There's usually a reason why these guys are drafted the way they are. And sometimes it's just a matter of, of getting the right coaching and getting the right situation in place. You know, same thing, like you said, Brandon Ingram, another great example of that happening. Talented kid, just needed the right opportunity, and, and he was thriving, and hopefully he gets back and his knee issue isn't uh, significant. Same thing with Jalen Brown. You're starting to see that there in Boston, you know, and they're going to need, need to lean on him with Gordon Hayward out for a significant amount of time. But, um, Again, you cannot write off talent um, because, again, there, it just takes – not everyone can come in and take the lead by storm. It takes a few years to get things situated, get the right coaching in order. Uh, but these guys have seemingly figured out, again, it's, a, it's been one of the great stories uh, so far early in the season. Moving on to the Raptors and Portland Trailblazers. This one just went final. The Raptors – uh, beating the Portland Trailblazers 114 to 106. Um, Blazers are struggling, man. Four and eight, uh, and only one and four at home. It's a very bizarre uh, record for them. And the Raptors, eight and three. And even though they've been dealing with a whole bunch of losses on their own, uh, Siakam and Van Vliet just keep keeping the band together and keep on winning. So, you know, no, no Ibaka, no Lowry, no Kawhi Leonard for that matter doesn't matter they just keep on winning that's that's a siakam is 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 a beast uh 36 points six boards three assists a steal a block four of seven from deep 15 of 28 from the floor in 41 minutes i mean my god like this this is like someone said someone asked on twitter i saw can can someone win the most improved player award two years in a row is that even possible because he is just in an, an elite player at this point he you know we we often we believe that he could make the leap you know into a superstar player and he's showing it and it's incredible uh you know dare i say maybe even an early mvp candidate 
that might be a bit of a stretch, but like that's the kind of caliber play that he's bringing uh, to this Raptors team. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, 40 minutes, 10 of 16 shooting, 4 of 6 from deep, 30 points, 7 assists, 2 steals, a block, 2 turnovers, a great night for him. Uh, and look, you know, another guy who, who, you know, when called upon has stepped up. Um, and, uh, you know what, he's been, he was a steal to begin with and struggled with the shot for uh, a bit of a stretch, but it, it, it is getting it back and has been delivering a ton of value, uh, uh, for, for fantasy teams and for the Toronto Raptors. Mark Gasol, um, 35 minutes here. Uh, three of ten, uh, only three of ten shooting, um, nine points, five boards, five assists, four blocks. Um, look, I, I I tend to to bag on uh, uh, Marcus Sol, and I think a lot of us have as well. Is that it's been a struggle for him uh, this season? He seems like kind of old, slow. Uh, you know, not really a a feels like a fit on this team, but but. You know, take away the points and five boards, five assists, four blocks, three three-pointers. Okay, there's a lot of positive to take away uh, from this from a fantasy perspective. It's not great shooting. Uh, there's no chips to the stride. Maybe you could ask for more boards or things to kind of nitpick at. But, you know, we, we just kind of need to see signs of life right now. And playing 35 minutes and chipping in slightly more than what he has been in the past, you know what, we'll take it. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, pretty pleased about that. Uh, Malcolm Miller spots start uh, with, with the uh, Raptors shorthanded, but he only played seven minutes, uh, rather ineffective ones, so uh, don't pay that too much mind. Uh, Norm, Norman Powell, though, played 27 minutes and was lousy from the floor, 06. Didn't make a bucket. Only two points off of a couple free throws, seven boards, uh, two blocks. Look, we said, you know, Powell will be worth the speculative ad just because, again, you know, with, with all the injuries, someone was going to need to step up there. Powell seemed the most likely candidate. And he got the minutes for sure, but he was ineffective with them. We don't really love his fantasy game too much. Again, sometimes minutes equal opportunity, and we need to pay attention to that. But I don't know that uh, Powell is going to be all that viable uh, uh, regardless. So uh, I wouldn't pay that to, you know, again, uh, Powell's minutes too much money. The guy that you should be paying a little bit of mind to is Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Uh, and with uh, Serge Ibaka out, uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, a guy who uh, I had watched a lot from uh, his net days, put up 16 points and 11 boards with a steal on the block on 6 of 8 shooting. And these are the kinds of lines that he's capable of. He can deliver the defensive stats, he can rebound, and you know what? Around the basket, he can score. So nice double double for him. Twenty six minutes. I mean, he was a uh, you know struggled a bit with injuries. He was a bit in Nick Nurse's doghouse to start the season, but stepping up when they've needed him. Solid line. Uh, consider you know I, I I would look to him while Ibaka's out for a lo- as long as he's out as a uh, speculative ad. Uh, I'm totally cool with that. And Terrence Davis also thirty one minutes off the bench, uh, fifteen points. Six boards and assists. Uh, I think we would need to see more from him. At least there's a track record with Rondé Hollis uh, Jefferson, but none with Davis. Uh, so before we start, you know, rushing to the waiver wires for him, uh, let's just see if he can put up another one because uh, that would come at the expense of Miller and Powell. Uh, but you never know. 
uh, again for as long as Lowry is out, and he, he'd probably be out for at least another week or two uh, with with his uh, with his injuries. So, uh, Kurt, what else you got for the Raptors? Only thing I got is uh, Chris Boucher, who was one of the most popular pickups in the last few days. With Ibaka going down, you know, Grandpa Gasol getting up there. But, I mean, he's got more opportunity now than than he foreseeably will be having on this team this year with Ibaka down. Um, but only 15 minutes, two points, seven rebounds, no threes, no steals, no blocks. Um, a lot of people were picking him up for the cash counters, weren't there tonight. And if this is any indication with them being a little banged up and he's still only getting 15 minutes, you could probably hold on because he had a couple of decent lines, but there were low minutes. So he kind of reminds me, at least in this current role, kind of like a Christian Wood. Coming off the bench, you know what they could do in a per-minute sample size, but in only 15 to 20 minutes, these are guys that they're, they're going to disappear from night to night. What do you think about him, Josh? That's a good comp, Christian Ward. Yeah, because again, you 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 know what the guy's capable of on a permanent basis, like you said. But just simply, you know, just the the consistent minutes just really aren't there. So you're gonna have to kind of pick your spots with him. Uh, and it looks like you know they're gonna they're gonna go with Hollis Jefferson. It seems like he's the veteran. Uh, he's he's a solid defensive guy as well. I mean, he's not not an exciting guy, but again, we we know that he has. Top ten, uh, excuse me, top ten, uh, top hundred, I should say, uh, capabilities in him, uh, with just some uh, good percentages rebounding and de- defensive stats. So uh, again, that that's the guy that I'm I'm kind of placing my chips on uh, at the moment. Absolutely. And last and lastly, we're gonna wrap this up with the Warriors and Lakers. Uh, there's only a couple minutes left in this one minute, and it is all L.A. Uh, currently, as of, as of right now, 119 to 92. Uh, so it looks like the Lakers are going to cruise to victory and in, in this one. Uh, so we'll, we'll touch briefly on the Warriors. Uh, Kurt, you can take the Lakers. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh, you know, again, uh, leading scorer, uh, 21 points, 8 assists, a steal in the block, 5 turnovers. Uh, he is trying to do a ton of... Uh, six of thirteen from the floor, nine of ten from the free throw strike. Uh, that's actually a good sign for D'Angelo Russell that he's making his free throws. It was a bit of a knock on him uh, that he uh, struggled from the strike, but um, this is a, a good sign for him. But really, no one else getting to the strike on, on the Warriors' side. So he, you know, he's going to have to make uh, magic happen with the ball in his hands as often as possible. But uh, the Lakers really took control in this one and, and didn't look back. Draymond Green working his way back from the injury. Ten points, uh, five assists, a rebound, a steal, and a block. Uh, four of ten from the floor, two of four from deep. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, there, there's we know what Draymond Green's capable of, but again, so much of, of what he has done has fed off of guys like Steph and Clay, and without that there, uh, I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot of trash that he's going to be able to clean up and fill up a box score that way. Um, case in point, really not a lot of rebounds, and uh, there aren't going to be a ton of rebounds available when when the opposing team is shooting about 55% from the floor. So that's going to be a little bit tougher for Draymond Green, especially this isn't this isn't a strong defensive team either. So uh, 
Uh, it might be tough. But maybe if you want to sell him based on name name value, you never know. Defensive stats are still a plus for him. Uh, he's he's going to try no matter what. But uh, this is still uh, it's going to be a down year for Draymond uh, in in what uh, is, is already a lost season for the Warriors. Uh, Glenn Robinson had nine points, uh, five assists, four boards, three steals. Decent all around night. Seems to be entrenched in that starting position, playing 28 minutes. I guess you could do worse with an end of your bench guy. Um, you know, it seems like uh, you know with 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 Draymond Green back, Pash out, uh, ends up back in the bench. He did play 32 minutes, but uh, you know didn't do much besides uh, 15 points and three boards. Really wasn't any other uh, big stats to deal with. So Robinson might be uh, a little bit more of a consistent play there. Um, and was able to do it across uh, different categories. Uh, Willie Coley-Stein started in the middle, 10 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, 2 blocks. Not bad. You know, we, we like seeing the block shots from uh, WCS. Um, you know, just I, I, I would like for there to be to have him uh, take more advantage of his opportunity, be able to earn some more minutes, especially with uh, really no, no specific timetable for Kevon Looney. Uh, but this this feels like more of a ceiling night for for Cauley Stein, uh, and it's not bad. It's just it, it's serviceable, but it's not anything to write home about. Jordan Poole, eleven points on four fifteen shooting, uh, a rebound, a steal, not much else to speak to. And and I don't even want to get into the Warriors bench. Alec Burks played twenty two minutes and shot two of seven. Uh, so so much for keeping up that consistency. Uh, this one's gone final now. It's now one twenty to uh, 94 is your final score in favor of Lakers. We've now run through the Warriors. Uh, Kurt, put a bow on, on this with the, on the Lakers side. Yes, sir. Um, can I just touch on a little bit of these Warriors guys? They, Kai Bowman, I'm excited about him, but the opportunity's not there right now, so he's a drop if you haven't dropped him. Now Eric Pascal, 15-3. and three. Played more minutes than Draymond, but the peripheral stats weren't there. So uh, minus D'Lo, it's a different guy going off for these guys every night. That's all I got to say on them. On the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma got the start for Anthony Davis and chipped in 22 points, five rebounds, two assists, three threes. Great for Kuzma, uh, but he's more of a points and threes kind of guy, and he's not going to do this every night if he's going to continue to come off the bench when AD is healthy. LeBron James had 23 with 6 rebounds, 12 assists, and a 3, doing LeBron things. JaVale McGee feasted in this one with no AD for 18 points, 17 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Danny Green was quiet in 19 minutes. He's, if not already there, he's probably a cut candidate. Avery Bradley wasn't worth owning in most leagues already. Dwight Howard with 15 and 8, three assists and a block. Um, he's an all right end of your bench center guy to have. Alex Caruso got 26 minutes and didn't do a ton. And I wouldn't rely on anyone on the bench here. Um, Josh, I could be wrong. I don't unless you have another take on these Lakers. I don't know if we touched on the Raptors because we. I'm sorry, on the Blazers. We we talked a lot on the Raptors. And I think we got really stoked on them. But I don't know if we touched on the Blazers. I think you might be right, sir. Um, 
Again, probably not a whole lot here. If you want, I can hit them real quick. Yeah, why not? Go ahead. Sorry, sure. folks. We're, we're jumping around like maniacs. Yeah, here. no worries. Um, Whiteside had 12 and 9 with a block. Played 30 minutes. Fine for him. McCollum. McCollum y kind of line. 19 and 6 with four assists, a steal, and a block. Lillard had an off night shooting. Only nine points. I'm pretty sure that's a season low. But he had a salvageable line. He got you two triples, ten assists, two blocks. Um, standouts here for me are Rodney Hood, who was already, I think he was around 133-ish on a averages and totals sample prior to tonight. So he was already borderline uh, standard league relevant. And he was getting close to 30 minutes a game. And without Collins and a couple of the other pieces, he had a very... Decent line tonight of 25 points, five threes, two rebounds and assist in 32 minutes. So he's probably in the standard league discussion here. Nasir, Nasir Little started and didn't do a whole lot. And off the bench, probably the more exciting guy um, is Anthony Simons. But he's mostly a scoring and threes kind of guy. And he showed that again tonight with 17 points and three threes. But he's, he's kind of a fun guy to watch if you just need some scoring and threes. Decent player there. That's all I got, Josh. What did I miss here? No, you're all good. Yeah, nice night for Rodney Hood. Uh, you know, should be a standard league guy, but I am, uh, uh, you know, don't expect uh, 25 points to, right. to be the norm. You know, and, um, yeah, that's about it. Um, well, I am losing my voice here, Kurt. I apologize. <laughs> this 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 cough that I had from last week just hasn't gone away. Uh, so we're going to put a bow on this one. Um, thank you, Hoopballers, for listening to the Box Score Breakdown. Uh, I'm Josh Nillman. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Josh Nillman. Uh, Kurt, what about you, sir? Kurt Beach, a.k.a. Captain. You can find me on the forums at Captain Kanegis. Same as on Twitter, C-A-P-T-C-A-I-N-E-G-H-I-S, or look in the description of our podcast. is probably there as well. Hit us up with your questions and feedback. Uh, we're happy to help out, and let us know how we're doing. Yeah, thank you very much. Definitely leave us a review. And again, I apologize, footballers. One of these days, I'll get my proper voice back, um, and I'll be able to uh, be able to get back to full health here. But uh, again, thanks for listening to the Box Score Breakdown. Uh, Wednesday night, November 13th. Hope you enjoyed. We'll be back next week. Take it easy, guys. Yes, sir. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.